When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the You Can Be Bold podcast. This is Court. And this is Ashley coming at you live from Boston. Back together again. Woo! Finally. Yeah, last week we did a little solo app. You killed it. Yeah. It, it was, was fun. It was so crazy. I was like, what the heck? This is crazy. It was kind of giving YouTube. Yeah. Because it was so close to me and I just had nobody to talk to but the camera. Yeah. You it's were, very, very different. It, I don't know how all these solo podcasters do it. Yeah. I feel like you really need to... Uh, be a loud person to be comfortable even like even yeah. though you're doing it by yourself like it just takes a lot of confidence I feel yeah to like look does. into the camera pretend there's an audience like be so open to sharing with whoever is listening like the rambling thoughts in your head I feel like that's a lot no the rambling thoughts in my head were really tripping me up <laughs> I'm so used to having you like finish my point or like nod along when it's like oh yeah yeah okay, Ashley you're making a good point mm-hmm. and then Usually I get like a, no, hold on, let's redo that. There was nobody to do that for me. Yeah. Well, it was fun to uh, edit and listen back to you. Yeah. And I think you did a great job. So I'll have to, we'll have to flip the switch. Yeah, I'm excited. In the coming so you're, weeks. You're solo. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyhow, let's say a quick thank you to our sponsors, Wink. And before we do that, shall we crack one open? That we shall. A little ASMR. It's so good. Although I think the mic just got a little wink. Cheers. Cheers. We have the uh, mini cans today. The way I love that these come in two different sizes. I know. Depending on the vibe. I know. Depending on the social situation, how buzzed you want to get. Yeah. So for those that somehow still don't know about Wink, Wink is a social beverage, a seltzer with a wink of THC and CBD. They come in four flavors, zero calories, zero sugar. It quite literally tastes like you're drinking a regular canned flavored seltzer. We've been using these to thrive this dry January. And how has it been for you? Honestly, incredible. Like I don't know if I ever really need to go back to alcohol. I know. Wink is officially all around Boston, so you can find them at your local bodegas, restaurants, activity bars like Southie Bowl, or you can shop online by using YCDB30 for 30% off your purchase. You won't regret it. No, you will not. So thank you, Wink. 
and let's get into today's episode. All right. We didn't do the wink. One, two, three. <laughs> Love. That's my <laughs> new favorite part about that you can do both episodes. Shall we do a weekend recap? Yeah. Let's do a little weekend recap. So we had a little ski weekend to put into uh, context. This is a long weekend, so we're recording on a Monday. So Saturday, drove up to Ashley's Lake House on Lake Winnipesaukee with some friends, got dinner, had a nice night in, and then we went skiing yesterday. We did. I got to see Courtney finally in action. (laughs) Um, Guys, she's actually pretty damn good. I was so impressed. I mean, you definitely look a little nervous. I am, for sure. And it's, but, okay, I was expecting you to be, like, not nervous because of what you've told me the last time. You're like, oh, my God, I had so much fun. It was awesome. But the one run we did together, Courtney was straight up not having a good time. I was not having a good time because I thought, like, what I had experienced thus far was, like, essentially what I was going to experience. And then, nope. Went straight to the top of the mountain. Prior, I was doing some green dot bunny hills, like trails that like weren't even like halfway up a mountain. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, hold the phone. I don't know what any of this is. And the conditions weren't very great. No, it they was icy. And there were so many people. It was way too packed. That I, oh, yeah. I had no confidence yesterday, even though I do no, feel you, like I you know. You got down like Of fine. course. Of course. Yeah. I you did. have your speed. It's not like you're a snail on the side of the mountain. You like have your turns down. You definitely go a little fast. But once you learn to stop, like you're not even doing pizza. Like you're fully doing the turns. Yeah. So I think you are the fastest learner I've seen. That means so much to me. Yeah. No, I think you're going to be golden. Two more skis before the Alps and you're ready to go. I think so too. Yeah. I just, I was scared yesterday. Yeah. But we're, I need to work on the confidence. A lot of people have been telling me that too. Like with skiing in particular, especially if you're learning later in life and everyone else has like been doing this their whole life confidence is is a big piece to it like you can't worry about other people on the mountain which is my biggest fear and yeah so I'm gonna fake it till I make it and I'm ready for the Alps but I agree I do feel like I am I I have what it takes I just need a few more practice rounds absolutely and this is the hardest thing to learn yeah you're learning as an adult when all of your friends already ski like most people would be so discouraged and like it is challenging it's a challenging sport yeah so Usually people would try it once and be like, yeah, that's not for me. Yeah. So I'm really proud of you. Thank You're you. picking it up way faster than 90% of people. So thank you. It's going to be really good. Perfect. And we have officially have six more weeks. I think we said we had six more weeks, like a couple weeks ago when we were recording, yeah. but we just threw out a number. It's actually six weeks now. Actually six weeks. A we lot have to- a Pinterest board going. Yep. All of our ski inspo, trip energy, the whole thing. Yeah. Very, very excited. A lot of shopping to do beforehand. We need to do that like now. now. I know. That's that's a goal of mine. That's a focus of mine for this week is to online shop for oh, all the cute life fits. to live. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> but yeah, we had a, a great weekend. Yeah, it was really nice. So the weekend we just had was actually my dream weekend Mm -hmm. I stayed in Friday night worked a little late but worked on some YouTube videos Uh, I recorded the podcast and edited it like 
I felt so productive and just had like a chill Friday night in. Yeah. And then woke up early, went up to New Hampshire. All my friends joined for another cozy little game night chill. In mm-hmm. we all went out to dinner. There's ten of us or nine of us. Mm-hmm. All out to dinner. So cute. I never do that at the lake. Then we all are up at six a.m. People did cold Co- plunges in the lake. Yeah, no, that wasn't us. <laughs> Not us. Not, Not us. I. But three of the boys did do cold plunges. And then we all go skiing for the day. And then everybody goes home. Yes. It wasn't overdone. It was one night. It was activity, but wholesome. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even have a sip of alcohol. Like It was no. truly my perfect weekend. I know. So there's our little... A little catch up. Our little catch up, our little <clears throat> weekend recap. Yep. And let's intro today's topic so today's topic is how to be your own bff i feel like we haven't talked about self-love in a while and i feel like still in the spirit of january and the new year it's like probably one of my favorite things to talk about and one of my favorite things to continually work on so excited to share more so how to be your own best friend I think it sounds a little cheesy when you first say it, but it's something that everybody can work on and everybody should do. Everyone, your best friend at the end of the day really should be yourself. Mm -hmm. Not to be morbid, but we're not going to have the people in our lives around us forever. At the end of the day, like from the start of your life to the end of the, to the end of your life, all you really have is you. Yeah. So it's important to build that relationship with yourself to be as strong as it possibly can be yeah ultimately you're just building a foundation for other things people experiences environments to like come into your life and I feel like when you know how to be truly your best friend that's when everything really falls into place and you find the right people that authentically fit you you find the right career and everything else just really makes sense and feels aligned Yeah, and then on the other side of that, when shit hits the fan and life gets really hard, you have a sense of confidence that, okay, I know me, we're going to get through this by we, you, yourself, and and you. You. (laughs) You, yourself, and you. Can get through it all. Can get through it all. (laughs) So we've broken this topic down into five core pillars and how you can really be that friend to yourself and first is you need to establish trust reliability and accountability and be able to have faith that like you can do things for yourself I think one way of doing this is say that you're going to do something and actually follow through with it and that could literally be anything that could be from you're going to wake up at a certain time in the morning and actually do it for a week or two or you're going to do something a bit harder and you're going to take a cold plunge or take an ice bath once a week or you're going to take a cold shower in the morning when you do hard things or just continually show up for yourself especially doing something that is not the easiest to do you just bring a sense of accountability that you can do things no matter how hard or easy and that translates into different areas of your life yeah I think that's the number one piece of this but going back to the top for a second trust accountability and reliability all of those qualities are something that you would look for in other best friends and other friendships. So if you expect, like I expect that I can trust Courtney 100%, I can rely on her and 
hold her accountable? Would that be like the right way to use that? She could keep me accountable. She could keep me accountable or like vice versa as well. Like those are all things that I value and that I look for in a friendship. So when you really think about it, why shouldn't you feel that same way about yourself? Yeah. Touched on this in the confidence episode. That's the number one way to build confidence is to keep those promises to yourself. So again, they can be anything, but this is probably the number one most important. The second pillar we've outlined, intentionally spend time alone and we have to learn how to enjoy that. Mm -hmm. So I think for all of our introverts out there, this is a given. This is a no brainer. It's like, what do you mean? You don't enjoy your time alone and you don't like it. But for us extroverts out there, it can be really challenging. The whole goal of this episode is to get you feeling like you can be your own best friend I want to hang out with my best friend all the time. And when that's you, that's exactly what we're trying to accomplish. Exactly. And there's so many different ways that you can do this. And obviously it looks different for everyone. But this goes back to hobbies, even what you were talking about in your solo episode. It's like you can literally just do what you need to find the activities that bring you joy, make you happy from journaling, reading, going to the gym, taking a long drive by yourself. I guess we won't list out all the possible things, but find things that you are happy to do by yourself and continually carve out time to do those things. Also, in these activities where you're going to be spending time alone, you're going to learn a lot about yourself. And then the more you know yourself, the more you know what you can bring to other situations and people and the more you attract things just like you. Yeah. Third one I would say is probably a more challenging one for people and a muscle that should be practiced, which is positive self-talk. You need to be your own cheerleader. You need to celebrate your achievements and you need to rewire your thoughts when you're thinking not the most confidently about yourself to be nice to yourself. When you think about it and in a friendship like you and I, never in a million years would I ever look at Ashley and like point out her flaws, let alone even think that she like has flaws. Yeah. As you guys could probably remember in the episode where we were talking about each other's red flags, like your girl was struggling. And like at the end of the day, that should be what you aspire to feel about yourself. Personally, I write affirmations. It's easy to be harsher on yourself than it is easier to be your number one cheerleader, but by practicing it and writing down affirmations, I feel like it makes things a lot more easy to kind of carry out in life, thinking with a more positive mindset about yourself. Yeah, and I think this actually wraps in both of our two points before. So when you, let's call it goals, like when you set out goals for yourself and then you hold yourself accountable and you establish that trust with yourself because you're actually achieving those goals, then you become proud of yourself and it then makes you love yourself more. And it's like, wow, like I talked about with running. Every time I go for a run, I'm like, Ashley, good job. Like, I'm so proud of myself. And like, I literally am on the run and be like, you go girl. Like I'm freaking talking to myself because I'm so happy and so proud of myself. So I think if you can start with some goals that you deep down like really want to achieve, hold yourself reliable, and then you can celebrate yourself, which turns into self-love. In a a way, all of these are so interconnected. Yeah. It's like a full circle moment. It's like just a chain reaction. Yeah. And I love that. That makes it so easy. Makes it so actionable. 
Yeah. And even if you want to start with daily practices as opposed to like waiting for you to actually show up for yourself and achieve those goals, although that is something that you should be doing. Mel Robbins, a girl that I recently turned Ashley onto, if you haven't listened to her, you should definitely check out her podcast. But something that she swears by is by habit stacking your positive self-talk. So when you brush your teeth in the morning and at night, you're obviously looking at yourself in the mirror. Give yourself compliments. So it's like, like, it doesn't have to be physical, but it should be a mix of different types of things. Just talk positively to yourself. And that helps you build that confidence and bring your best self to situations throughout the day. So there's ways to build it in as a habit to help rewire your brain throughout the day. And there's also larger things like that. Quick break. We're going to talk to you guys a little bit about our favorite social beverage, Wink, currently being consumed here in this podcast and all weekend. And all weekend. (laughs) We took Wink with us this weekend for the ski weekend. And... I didn't crave alcohol for a second. Not for a second. Nope. And that is so challenging. I have never once had 10 plus people up to my house in New Hampshire without making a massive stop at the liquor store and being like, oh my God, this is kind of what the weekend revolves around. Yeah. And I think that's why this weekend was just my favorite. I had no hangovers. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel bloated. I didn't feel gross. No. Imagine if we went to the ski mountain with a hangover. No, it could not be us. Could not be us. We even took them to the ski mountain with us. So we had our little version of Opre ski with a wink. Didn't feel left out at all as espresso martinis were flying around the table. Yeah, literally (laughs) everyone else broke their dry January immediately upon arrival in New Hampshire. And we were fine. We brought them to the mountain with us. We pulled them out on the table. I don't know if that's allowed, but we did it. Yeah. Cracked them open for Opre ski and it was perfect. It was perfect. And if you have yet to try wink... As we said earlier, you can get them all around Boston. But if you're not in Boston, you can go on to drinkwink.com and use code YCDB30 for 30% off of your cart purchase. So thanks, Wink. Thanks, Wink. Okay, back into the episode. Pillar number four. Prioritize your needs. (laughs) Prioritize your needs. That is music to my ears. Right. I think a lot of people deal with people-pleasing and... It's a really hard habit to break. Mm -hmm. I would say both of us are pretty solid on prioritizing our own needs. Yep. Especially in the past years. I think we've grown a lot in this area. But for a lot of people, it's still a challenge that when anybody asks them for anything, no matter what they're going through, like they'll drop everything and be there. And while it's great to be that reliable person for your friends... You have to fill up your cup before you can fill up anybody else's. It's like that comparison in the airplane. They have like put on your own mask before you put on anybody else's. Oh, what an analogy, Ashley. I feel like that's a common thing people use for that. I won't take credit for it, but I've heard it before. Well, I liked it. I liked it. Good. But yeah, ultimately, you have to put yourself first because if you don't put yourself first... Who else is going to? It's setting those boundaries. It's saying no. And it's just honoring your commitments to yourself. You can't show up for yourself if you're spreading yourself too thin and trying to pour everything that you have into other people. You deserve to be taken care of. Yeah. And putting yourself first proves that to yourself. It's like, oh, wait, I'm also really important. I can honestly say that some of the most 
amazing opportunities and people have come into my life when I've been in an era of putting myself first and taking care of myself because you're subliminally teaching people around you how you deserve to be treated. It's like you are now setting the bar so high for other people to come into your life because you treat yourself so well. I love that. And I always say like in dating, in your friendships, in any relationship around you, these other people should be adding value to you the same way that you add value to them. And if you're adding so much value in your own life, that just means that the other people surrounding you need to match that. Beautiful. And our last and final pillar... Learn from your mistakes and embrace personal growth. Might be my favorite. Honestly, yes, because I feel everybody makes mistakes. We are literally constantly making mistakes. Mm-hmm. We're probably making in mistakes every, right now. Yeah, mistakes right now. That's what I was going to say. I was like, <laughs> nope, probably not. No. <laughs> every area of our lives, we make mistakes, and that's kind of the human experience. But the important piece of that is to reflect on them and learn from them. And then you kind of, you have to give yourself grace. I think that can be a really challenging thing. People have a very difficult time forgiving themselves Mm -hmm. and they will be really, really hung up on a decision they made, the way they treated somebody. But the reality of the situation is we all make mistakes. And the fact that you are, I don't know, grieving, whatever it is that you whatever the action is that you regret. Yeah. That's great. That means you're learning. That means you're growing. Maybe you vow to never do whatever that was that made you feel so terrible, but you can't harp on it. You have to treat yourself with love the same way that if your friend made a mistake, you wouldn't shame them for it. No, you would say, okay, well I'm here for you. We're not going to do that again. And we're going to grow from this experience. Exactly. It's all about reflection and evolution, which is literally what we've been preaching in almost every episode this year. So you just need to remember to do that to yourself as well. I feel like these five steps and this last one is should just be like an evolution. Like you should always be doing these five things in order to show up for yourself. And at the end of the day, I mean, incorporating all of these five pillars that we just discussed comes down to loving yourself unconditionally. Yep. And I think that's the number one goal we're all trying to achieve in becoming and striving to be our own best friends. Mm-hmm. Loving ourselves unconditionally, showing up when we for ourselves so that other people can show up for us, setting your personal standards so high so that anything that comes into your life after that just helps you embrace what you already have and continues to help you grow off of the foundation that you built for yourself so you can have a really happy fulfilling mentally healthy life so with that if you enjoyed today's episode please feel free to rate us five stars leave a review and send it to a friend maybe take yourself out on a date because you are your own best friend Mm -hmm. have a wonderful week and we will talk to you next week Oh,